This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast may include confusing Marvel Universe distinctions, Hawkeye crushing it on guitar, and a surprising amount of Bullseye the Target Dog. Marvel Comics scribe and podcast superhero Paul Shear joins us for the Void's Avengers Damage Control, a virtual reality experience on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who never avenge, but would consider it if the bar at the Carthay Circle stopped serving Manhattans. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, yes, and I would do that selflessly because that's not really one of my go-to uh, drinks there. You're saying you would aid us I would in aid, our avenging. Yes, mutual aid. Yeah, that's true. Scott Gardner here as well, but he is a Carthay Manhattan fan as well. Yeah, yeah, certainly. That would be rough. Uh, uh, And I have been mad about, and it's not mad, I guess. There's a, I I hear that that little private terrace that I love so much, the second floor wine area is now AP only, and I've heard the lines are crazy. It's the Alfresco tasting terrace. The Alfresco, okay, thanks, yes. The Alfresco (laughs) tasting terrace is now AP only, which isn't a problem if you're an AP, but like, I think it's made the lines crazy, and that does make me want to hulk out. Yeah, Um, okay. (laughs) So hopefully those lines die down before the next time I go. All right. Uh, Well, let's bring our guest in here, because we're going to talk about a whole bunch of fun stuff. Uh, You know him from Black Monday. You know him from the comic book he wrote. He's written many comics, but uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Marvel history. Sorry, not the Marvel history. Uh, It's Paul Shear. Welcome back. Guys, I'm so excited to be back, and I I feel like we're not talking about something Disney-related, so this is a real big you know departure for me i feel like those mm. two times i've been here we've done um know. well, well the, wait, the other was well, was skydiving oh skydiving so is not another, really, oh yeah so maybe i am but breaking. what we have not still done this does not break the pattern of you haven't done a ride on on podcast oh that's true all right, good. Uh, yeah yeah this is, so it's I mean, staying wait, in that how do you consider vr i mean is vr a ride i mean it's kind of a ride i also i don't want to put too many holes but disney owns marvel so we are talking about disney all right all right there we go so we've just okay. destroyed your whole argument i'm sorry <laughs> edit all of this out <laughs> we've humiliated you in the first minutes of the podcast i'm sorry but does Disney own the Void? Yes, they do. I think. Yes, I think they, 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 they own. I think. Yeah, they I own think part of it. People, I, I think they own because they of do it. things that are not uh, Disney related. Uh, Jumanji is not, or they've they've done things that aren't. Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, but Jumanji is a, isn't that a separate VR company? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there's a Jumanji there's... escape room on Melrose that I drive by all the time that I'm fascinated about. Huh. Really? really? I haven't. Seen yes, that. it's like by where. Um, like where the groundlings is. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and it's just, but it always is Jumanji. It's not like, Oh, it just opened up for Jumanji two or it came out when Jumanji came out. It is three sixty five, seven seven days a week, 
uh, Jumanji Escape Room. Wow. And was before the new films, do yes, we think? Yes, that, oh. that was why like, I didn't even... I saw it one time, and I was like, that's odd that this is still going, the Jumanji Escape Room, because it was post-Jumanji, <laughs> but pre-Jumanji 2, back in the dice or whatever it is. <laughs> and also constantly change it. Melrose, like, anytime I'm like, oh, is that restaurant I still yeah. like? No, gone. Gone no. two years ago. <laughs> Jumanji has the staying power yes. of, of wow. a great escape room. We, so. we, can, we, we just uh, did what we're talking about today, which is a void. We're doing the Avengers void. About, Avengers damage, damage control. Damage control. Yes. control thank which you. is kind of experience. a deceptive title because you, you, you swing by a damage control warehouse. Right. Mm-hmm. But like... You're uh, not doing too much damage you're not doing too much i mean you're Um, helping with the traditional term damage control but in the marvel universe damage control are these guys who help clean up after superhero this has been my literal passion project for such a long time all i want to do is a damage control television show oh sure so badly uh and then i think last year on nbc this is before everyone at Marvel TV got fired, they did, uh, they did I think, pilot a damage control show. Yes. But I think if you could do an... Uh, I think that would be the only way you could bring some humor into the... I mean, like as a sitcom, you could do a damage control sitcom. It really is a bunch of uh, contractors just dealing with the, the fallout mm-hmm. of all these great things. Uh, they're not great things, these huge battles. <laughs> and that they never get to go experience themselves. Yeah, they're, 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 they're strong enough... In, yeah to be effective but they're not uh brainy enough to be uh superheroes sure yes. you'd notice if they weren't there they do these people do need to be employed just it to... seems like at the end of the game though uh not to give away a spoiler for sure, the sure. void experience but the character that uh taika watiti plays in thor ragnarok mm-hmm. seems to be a part of damage control because he then tasks us with the cleanup yes yeah so is oh. now is that in, in marvel lore is he now part of damage control uh, it seems like I mean, he injected himself for Scott. So, so we're Jason yeah. and I are Marvel boys. Yeah, uh, I knew Scott, this was coming. Less of I, a Mar- I'm just trying to. I want to make sure Korg is the character we saw at the end who came through Doctor Strange's portal at the end. Okay, but you're yeah. not even a Marvel boy on on movies. No, I don't do anything. I and wasn't I, trying and to I shame feel you. Suddenly, by the way. I'm no. Like, yeah, no, I, nobody has. And uh, feel free to. No, Paul, I don't want to shame you. But I was coming into this thinking like I'm the least Marvel person and I'll need a lot of translating. And I was also suddenly self-conscious of like, I don't want to be a not Marvel guy in like a snooty way. I don't mm. want to be like that's corporate's sure. trash. I do not. Right. Pr- is that how I sound even saying that I don't uh, no. really see the Marvel movies? There's or only know anything about so it? many hours in the day. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And they requires everything. a lot of hours to and watch all of these. Sure. And- Different- 22. <laughs> 22 movies. So uh, 44. Oh, boy. No, probably. Probably, probably in the seventies, probably yeah, right. Probably like, 70s, yeah, yeah. Like if you're really committing to it, yeah. I mean, well, it's okay. Different fun junk imprinted on your head. I mean, some of the same yeah. stuff that are imprinted in our heads, but there's a lot of overlap. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, this stuff imprinted on us as children. And but right. you guys, and I find this, you know, your your knowledge base is in the comic books that then grew into the films. There's mm-hmm. some people who just know That's the films. True. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you don't have to you don't have to do that work. You don't have to do that backlog. Yes, so. because they so in the movies, damage control is mentioned very briefly as like the cleanup company 
that like kicks Michael Keaton's like yes. salvage company out Glenn in Close the Spider-Man is, movie. Is she who is the head of damage control? You see her for a second, right? Is it somebody? I thought a big name person like walks in with them. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be oh, I can't totally remember. wrong. I can't really Glenn Close may be in Guardians. Glenn Close she's is in, in Guardians. She's in the she's Nova Corps. The, yeah, she's in the Nova Corps with John C. Yeah. Riley. Yeah. Scott, look, just, do you have a notepad? Did you want to write all this? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start taking notes. <laughs> yeah. I, I get to relax in this one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Listen, yeah. this will be fun. This is the da- the in. There's only been like 12 Damage Control comics yes. spread out over a few limited series. Uh, a number of them written by Dwayne McDuffie, who co-created the character Static. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, from Static Shock, if you remember that cartoon and, and comic series. And uh, multi-award. He passed away a number of years ago, but mm-hmm. a widely beloved figure in the comic book world. Mm-hmm. I would also say what I like about Damage Control is something that I really enjoy in Marvel comic books. And I think they do it, but not always, which is just these really weird one-offs. Like, they're not like... Like, damage control is a fun, bizarre yes. idea. And I think mm-hmm. it may just be the state of where comic books are, that you can't really take chances on uh, on creating characters like that. You know, yeah. it's a sort of... Um, even when I tried to reboot it at Marvel at a certain point, they're like, oh, if we do that, we'd need to tie it into a main series. And, like, it would be, like, an addendum to a larger story like we'd have to like uh, tack on yeah. like a three but yeah so you i think there's something really fun about those older creators at marvel that were able to just be like oh here's a funny i i weird idea that it can exist in this world yeah and oh. it was sold as like uh in the 80s as like it's a sitcom in the marvel universe yeah exactly like, so. which i love yeah it seems like uh yeah it seems like i mean you obviously have firsthand experience but it does seem like it's you know, think people are like they're trying to cater to the audience that watches the movies more and more now. Yes. So it's like people are not; or they're going to just glaze over if they go into a comic store and see the yeah. They're not going to be like, why comic. am I why why am I enjoying like these toughs, yeah. these roughnecks who have to clean up uh, all the garbage, uh, you mm-hmm. know, after this thing. But I did like the way they at least introduced it and continue to build out the world because you know it at least knows it. In the Marvel universe, there is a damage control, but they don't look like the Roughnecks. They look they look pretty much like Shield. Yes. Yeah. 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 They don't. Uh, so that, that's my question. So I guess we should just dive into so it. Th- this Let's... is a confusing thing. Okay. So you're saying that Avengers Damage Control is like an area of Marvel lore, but the, the name of this VR attraction is Damage Control, but they are not particularly affiliated. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It felt like they were trying to have their cake and eat it yeah, too on they this were, one. Yeah. 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 A it, phrase it's you like might know. Yeah. So, how there's like six captain marvels spread yeah. <laughs> out over a couple companies and there's yeah. a an age of ultron is the name of the second avengers movie and the name of a crossover that happened a couple years prior not the same story though oh so it's like sometimes yeah. they like to use a phrase makes that, you, that gives you a feeling yeah, yeah. so but. that's kind of what they're doing here because it's like a new damage control essentially yeah like even the idea of like a damage control like it felt to me like there's a thing in the Marvel universe that's still playing a little bit of catch up about that shield is not a part of the world anymore. Like, mm-hmm. cause it feels like that was like a shield facility that we were visiting, not like a damage so, control. Yeah, facility. yeah. I mean, at least in my, in my looking at it. So and you're, you're saying, okay, so we're going to have to delineate here between different versions of the Marvel universe. Yeah. There is the MCU, which is Marvel cinematic universe. That's the movies and kind of some of the TV shows. Right. But for sure, all of the Disney Plus. Yeah, the ones that they liked, uh, but they sort of like uh, tried to ignore some of the shows. The Kevin Feige 
produce like I would say MCU is anything that Kevin Feige has touched. The KSU. Right, yeah. Yes. Because because I would I would argue that things like The Punisher on Netflix or Jessica Jones, even though they are in the Marvel, the new Marvel world, that's not Kevin Kevin Feige approved. And I think he's going to reintroduce a lot yes. of these things the way that he would like to do them. Uh, yes. The Disney Plus shows will fall in the MCU yes. continuity. Right. And then, then there's the obviously the Marvel like comic universe. Which is six sixteen, would you say? Six one six is the name of the like the multiverse worlds. But it's still MCU? No. No, well, no, 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 you wouldn't call it MCU. You don't call it officially Marvel Comic Universe. No, you wouldn't no. call it that. The yeah. MCU okay. just became like the kind of the way they phrase it. Now, my question is I've heard Feige and other people talk about there's a Marvel theme park universe. I don't know what it's called. Yes, uh, I know about that too, yeah. But it's a different continuity from the MCU. Which is smart because I believe that what they want to do with the theme parks is keep it evergreen because obviously uh, it can't keep up with the films. You can't like rebrand the Spider-Man ride based on the specifics of how that franchise yeah. grows. You have to be like, and we're stopping here. Yeah. Like, you, you, know. you can't have a character meet and greet in the park and then suddenly stop it because they are dead in the yes. continuity yeah. of the yeah. movie. Yeah, you have to kind of just embrace, like, I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, hologram training facility. That's the thing I keep on hearing about, like, the Avengers training facility. Yes. Yeah. So it's sort of like they like the danger room and the X-Men. It's sort of like you will be able to experience things here. The Tony Stark will live large over the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you will not necessarily be like, I think it'll be less like Spider-Man going, come on and have this adventure with me. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll be not tied to the movies. And my question of course is, is this void in that universe or is it in the MCU proper? We don't know. I don't have an answer to this. Well, clearly it is all a hundred percent Feige approved because all the characters and actors and likenesses and voices are in this, which I was yes. very right. impressed with. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. that's and true. Let's say right now, if you don't want to be, this is, will be spoiler written. Like oh, yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. do the void, if you don't want to hear about what's going to happen in it, uh, go do it and then mm-hmm. restart this. Yeah, episode. go find the, your local void. Which there's uh, a way, there's here I can say there's a few. There's a bunch in SoCal and then Atlanta, Vegas, Minneapolis, DC, Plano, Texas, and Malaysia hmm. are the places where you can do this thing. So if you're wow. listening to this and you live in Malaysia, A, I'm very surprised, and B, uh, go. You guys go are work. huge in Malaysia. You guys are like the sugar man of uh, Malaysia. <laughs> like you just like this is the podcast somehow is like on all the stations down there. We don't realize until we're that in our be, 80s. The statue, <laughs> we never a, knew. Statue of Jason in the town square. <laughs> <laughs> mayor, as a mayor. Yeah, yeah. They did elect you mayor. We cannot go there, though. Otherwise, we will have turf wars with the Mercurial Casino owner, right? He's in Malaysia. <laughs> oh, is that right? That is Isn't where he, the Mercurial Casino owner the lives. The magnate? Yeah. 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 What was he from? He's the guy who from Fox. He with that Fox was park a that's Fox around. Park, and now it's uh, yeah, it's the one where the streets were not wide enough, and the oh, emergency yes. exits weren't quite correct. And uh, <laughs> you're the mayor of that now. Oh, cool. You're the mayor of an unopened oh, theme man. park. <laughs> and the head the of a of banana republic. Uh, <laughs> I will say just to speak about the void for a second, in sure. general, before we even get into this ride. I love The Void. Uh, I think it is a brilliant idea that I hope to see expanded across the country because it literally is a very small space. We went to one inside a mall, and I think they do interactive 
experiences really well. My only complaint with the void is the limited amount of activities you can have in the void. There's not mm-hmm. like it seems like one runs and like the Star Wars one, the Rise of the Resistance is fantastic. It's great. Um but that one just you couldn't go like multiple times in a day. It's just sort of like you it's one that's kind of runs every now and then they'll be like, "Oh, Nicodemus runs every day at 145." Right, or, right. You know, like, mm-hmm. cuz they have to reset the You the couldn't room. go do the Star Wars Void thing. Over and over and over. I mean, you could, but it, it'd be like uh, each experience is like 5% different. It's different in the margins yes. and not like, yes. I went down this door and a totally different thing happened. But I will say that based on the Rise of the Resistance to this ride. Or the other. You're saying you got Rise of the Resistance on the brain. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's right, sorry. Oh, it's, sorry. This is the week. What is it called? The, the Se- Secrets of the Empire? Secrets yeah. of the Empire. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. sorry. So sorry. No, no. Uh, I, I don't blame you. The um, the This one actually has a thing where you can get a score. Which I think is the best part of this this game that we just did today. Yeah, yeah. You don't have so far in all my void experiences, I haven't gotten like a score at the end. Oh, do we get scores? Wreck it, Ralph. You get a score. Oh, you got no, a score. No, no. Were Ralph. we supposed to be emailed scores or like oh. get ID cards? We saw it there at the end. That's yeah. about all that we yeah. that kind of remember it. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they gave it. Maybe to Maybe it's us. attached to the picture. I haven't looked at the show mm, email yet. I guess we can look. I'll, yeah. I'll bring it up, but sure. probably I don't. I feel like it's just a photo. I think. Yeah, yeah. you just gotta scan that quickly and remember. We all got a letter grade at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Two, two good. Two B's two and two A's. Yeah. yeah. We'll reveal um, it at the end. But the void I'll say about the void, yeah, like the void is very cool and especially like for how easy it is in general, like makes me very excited about five years from now or ten years because like really my only complaints about actually the physical void is like eh, it's a little heavy. The, the right. heads, the helmet's a little heavy, and like the. But yet you're not little... wearing gloves. Yes. You know, you yeah, only are yeah. wearing a backpack and a headset. Like yes. I mean, like, which is kind of amazing. Like, because your hands play a giant part in this game, especially. Like you are shooting from your hands, and you're not wearing any sensors on your hands whatsoever. No, and you need like precision aiming. Yeah, like, like you need to do very, very specific <laughs> things with with your hands. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a, it's. I guess we can say though that our hands scan. Our hands and, skin. Our hands yeah. skin. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. It's also like what I've heard the rumor is for the Spider-Man ride in California Venture Ooh. is that yeah. you're shooting webs out of your hand and you don't have gloves. You don't have any sort of controller. Wow. It's just scanning your hands and then reacting. Well, I, I don't. I the, guess you the do glass, the actual. I think or whatever. Whatever is in front of the car. Uh huh will register your hand. Well, this is like I'm just gonna throw down a very large idea here and and see what you guys think but i feel like i would have enjoyed and i like smugglers run just i've ridden it many a time now uh i think if it was an avoid scenario i think i would even enjoy it more in a weird way because it is it is kind of mixing like you're in a tactile thing which is like the millennium falcon which is amazing to be in that is great but you also are interacting with it like a video game. It's it's mm-hmm. a weird yeah. it's a weird mix. And I kind of would almost like to be fully in or fully out. And I feel is like, it a ride or is it a video game? Maybe yeah. just decide a little. Yeah, more. Uh, interesting. yeah. And I feel like that. Like my issue with it is, I, I don't feel. I feel like I'm looking at a screen. I, I don't know. It, there's something about it where this when we're when we're flying and we're and part of it, you're really immersed in it. Yeah. And there are parts in the the Smuggler's Run that I feel like 
you are always going to have that distance of the screen a mm-hmm. little bit. More. Well, I always understood. There was like, I, I was definitely confused sometimes in this Avengers thing. But in, in general, I'm going to hold my hand out in an Iron Man fashion and think, and there's gonna, I can see a little point and that's going to do something. Uh, Smuggler's Run, I have, there's things I'm confused about. I don't know what, I don't really understand automatic uh, firing yes. when you're the gunner. I try to. I didn't want to do it again. I just do. Or, or, or and wait, I do automatic, not manual. I'm saying right. Uh, yeah, I do manual. I've tried both. I don't think I get manual. I don't think I know how to go up and down or what. Well, it, I'm, uh, I'm the way such that a fog I was there. told to do it uh, was you keep you keep your hands locked, and so you have <laughs> your buttons on three different the three different buttons, and you kind of play it like a piano like that. And so you're just going uh-huh. up, down, middle, up, down, down, middle. Like you're just kind of like like so. Basically, I think if you just keep a, a steady flow of those three, you'll get a better mm. you get a better yeah. firing accuracy. I uh-huh. think there's some crossover with that and some crossover with this void experience in that there you have to adjust to the rhythm. Because yes. video games, you press a button and assuming it's running at top speed, it's almost instantaneous, like yeah. a blaster or something. This, like you don't really flex your hand or anything. You just aim it and that like charges for a second and then fires. And yeah. it takes a beat or two to get used to. And then, and then you can kind of be pretty reasonably accurate with it. And it yeah. is satisfying. I, I found it to be incredibly sad. Like that. And, and like to feel like you were actually affecting something. And that's why secrets of the empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was telling you guys, I wrote it the first time by myself. I just happened to go there the void was empty. It was like the Wednesday and they're like, oh, you could just go in. And it was kind of the best scenario because you could kind of just really explore the space. There's no one else with you. But I felt like I didn't have much control over the end game. It was sort of like, I, it was going Mm -hmm. to, I was going to leave there triumphant no matter what. I think the same way here, you were going to leave triumphant, but they gave you a couple more Mm -hmm. elements that made you feel like, oh no, I'm actually, I am in, I am get I am scoring here. I'm giving. Yes. I'm getting some points up on the board. Oh sure. I yeah. mean, I think the big highlight of this was a lot of the spatial stuff, like the set pieces of like going from place to place. Yeah. Because they use the Doctor Strange like portals very well. Like, yes. I was very impressed. The game is long. It is. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. with that. It felt long, which was really nice. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, that tra- big travel you get to do into Doctor Strange's what? Yes, yeah. well, <laughs> so it's sanctum. Sanctum, sanctorum, sanctorum, Scott. Uh, it's located in what part of New York? Do we know? Uh, it's in know, the, the village. Village. Yeah. village. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, so I guess we'll maybe we'll just walk through it here and we'll get sure there. Because um, yeah, so yeah. Spoiler alert: We get to go to Doctor Strange's house. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So basically, you get there. Uh, you park probably near the Target mm-hmm. because the, some of those it's lots a are a little more. Well, it's yeah. a city Target. Uh, well, that's not a city Target. <laughs> that is not. No, I mean, that, that is not is at a, all a city Target. No, it has to be right, right, right. shopping target. cart escalators. Yeah. That yeah. is like a that full implies space. Yeah, that's yeah. a three-floor yeah. Target, man. And we've got an episode on that at Target. Oh, that's coming. No, for I sure. would love to be here for the city target versus the regular target. I have a lot of opinions. That does seem in our wheelhouse. Oh, oh my gosh. Started. Let's get into it. We, we're, uh, at the, we're at the Glendale Galleria, we should say. Uh, uh, and every void is, uh, I, I think every void seems a little different. Like the Glendale Gal- Galleria, like there's some ones that are in malls that l- seem like they're just a box. And I think what's really amazing about it is if you were to look, if you were to stand above the void, I think it is only 
maybe like 15 by 10 feet but they wrap Jeez. you around so much and yeah. you, you i have never taken my mask off because i'm a good boy like you guys and i want to enjoy the, <laughs> the and, enjoy the space yeah. but uh it's very small but they keep on just moving you 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 think you're doing a lot of movement but you're just in a small yeah. space there's this bizarre thing where we talked about i think the first one we talked about the star wars one but where you don't know, like you're actually curving, but visually you think you're walking a straight line that goes and goes and goes. And there's one of those in this, and I'll wait till we get to that point, but there's yeah. an illusion thing I read about that I still can't really process, uh, uh -huh. but I'll, I'll wait till that point. Yeah. Um, so we we start with, of course, a video, yes. like all good experiences and rides do. I love that video room. I'm so excited to be yeah. in that video room every time. That video, I have to, I want to hear what you guys think, but... I think that was one of the best video introductions by a character in a film. Because I often feel like they're phoned in, they don't know <laughs> mm -hmm. the lines, yep. like especially Cassiel, or Cassian, or Cassian, Andor. Andor, Andor, yeah. Andor. He, he looks like he is reading off a prompt, like there is, <laughs> that is, that is, uh, does not feel like he's in, he's in it, but he's not like he does not have all the tech jargon down. Right? Oh right. sure. Well, yeah. and the other we're also we'd also be comparing it to Wreck It Ralph, which John C. Reilly and Sarah Silverman participate in. And if they were phoning it in, you can't tell because right. it, with the beauty of animation, you can bring the characters to. But they yes. were. It was. I thought they were like as fun as they are in the movie. But so. that's kind of great because they don't have to like this is a as from an acting standpoint a giant non-changing like no camera changing monologue yes like it's a one shot and you have to drop a lot of specifics like mm -hmm. a yeah. lot jargon legalese <laughs> yeah. that they're trying to make fun but that still is really mealy-mouthed yeah. and she did a great i thought she did a great job yeah. sure is our host and sure she, is yeah. the host there's uh, there's also a background yes there's dora milaje in the the background there's a Wakandan AI, which I think is a new character, right? Which like, kind of sounded like Jarvis? Martin Freeman doing uh, a Wakandan accent. I know it's not Martin Freeman, but yeah. I think oh, it's like, yeah. It is a Wakandan Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I saw Black Panther. I can't remember. Did he have his own Jarvis? Did they all have their own Jarvis? They had to have had some I sort of I think they were Jarvis, but I, I didn't seem to be as uh, prominent yeah. as... Yeah. Like, it wasn't like... Like, Tony talked to Jarvis all the time. Right. Black Panther, was like, sure, he was the Jarvis talking to i mean essentially to uh black panther i feel like that was the, right. the yes, conversation you know um now, now is this thing set in a specific t it seems like it is like canonically post endgame am i like does it like because i don't know what i'm looking at exactly does it like account for the events of they certainly the, created it like that it I seems feel like i think it. so because it's the newer wave of avengers they mostly. only have one one thing that I noticed that is not post endgame with one of the characters uh deformity, which is now a part of the at the end of uh we can get to it, but like the Hulk, it would have a messed up hand. Oh. oh good point. Yeah, because cause yeah, so oh, yeah. that's a, a spoiler at the end of uh endgame or no, and towards the middle, I guess. I can't remember. Uh Hulk uses the infinity gauntlet and he fucks his hand up because it's so powerful. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did not. I actually forgot to look at Hulk's hands. Ooh, and there's. Oh well, I'll get to it. I saw. I saw <laughs> an Easter egg in there. Oh, did, did you see that one? The thing I. Oh, I mine was more not a blooper, but I think maybe just they didn't care about okay. the uh, actor who plays Shuri. Mm -hmm. uh, does she, has she always had a tattoo 
uh, on her wrist, like a, mm. a tattoo from her hand to her wrist. Because I saw that in the pre-show. I was like, I don't know if they just covered that up they, in the movies. Yeah, they might have just covered that up. Or she got yeah. it after I'm or what's Google, going on. I'm going to look at a wire was... image picture of her right <laughs> yeah. now. Find some premiere photos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it looked cool. I was like, it makes sense for the character. But yeah. like, uh, I, don't... I, I had never caught that before. Uh, so yeah. So so Shuri, who is a princess of Wakanda, who's Black yes. Panther's sister, who's like a tech genius. Uh, she is telling us that we are going to be on a try. Uh, yeah, we're going to be testing out. Yes, this you're new in one technology. of the science centers that they set up at the end of Black Panther. They're, oh, they've yeah, run, that's right. They've right, run right. with, like, there are Wakanda science centers around the world. Um, the right. actress who plays Shuri has a a tattoo around her, one of her hands, like a bracelet. Look, look, looks like a bracelet. Looks like but, a bracelet. Yeah, yeah, but nothing coming from top to okay. not going up. Hmm. So <laughs> that may be covered. Okay. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm so just, can I just say that there's the, I'm in a mall, I'm in the Galleria and I can walk into a room and watch a video where a character <laughs> from a movie says, we're recruiting you. And this is the center for such and such. Yeah. That, this kind of, it, it kind of fulfills some of my like it, desire for there to be Chuck E. Cheese type things everywhere that, why don't yes. all malls have some place with a robot you can walk in and see that like in some, in some boring mall, like uh, characters talking to me, it's wonderful. And yeah. That you can only see like a handful of other places right mm-hmm. it would yeah. be nice before you go into a target if it was like you got a, a pre-show video with bullseye the target dog and, <laughs> and, like, and we all know that bullseye's personality is is great for that to really welcome you to spending yes. welcome you to welcome like, you sure. to spending he's, he's eager yes <laughs> welcome to spending. Um, Buy more. i have gone to uh, a handful of these parties uh, they're called the night before parties. They happen before the Oscars and they happen before um, the Emmys and is sponsored by Target. And Bullseye the dog is there mm-hmm. on a pedestal, the real Bullseye. Uh. And you get to take a picture with him if you like. I believe I have a picture. I believe there's a picture of Nick Kroll and I with Bullseye the dog, uh, the real live dog. And it, wow. was, it was quite a thrill. Uh, now that's an Avengers I, team. If yeah, I were. <laughs> uh, in the Schomburg Target, which is my mother's favorite place to go. Uh, so she, when we were back home for the holidays, we went. There are many like bullseye little animatronic kind of things in wow. that Target. What are you talking There's, about? You didn't take us? We, we were there. We were there. We were I didn't know until a couple of weeks ago when you okay. weren't there. And bullseye's like butt is sticking out of like a package and his little tail is wagging. His what now? His seat. There you bullseye's go. Bullseye's seat is sticking out of Well, do you guys know? I mean, Chicago is the home base for the Target VR. Did you hear about this? Like, so basically, so they are testing out this idea. Like, I have an Oculus uh, Quest. I also have a uh, HTC uh, Vive uh, setup, uh, which my wife has made me dismantle. Uh, But uh, the the Oculus is great. Um, Where ideally, like, so Target has been developing this technology that you would enter into a virtual Target, and then you would be able to walk the aisles. And then whatever you touch and put in your cart is sent to your house. So uh, this is like the idea that you would be doing Amazon style shopping via virtual reality in an actual like amazing Target store. And so I have had two friends who have experienced the VR Target. And I, it's a genius idea because it's like being in Amazon. Like you, like I always believe that you can't be in Target without spending like 
upwards of sixty dollars. Like I feel like you you get there like I need toothpaste and you're like, well, but I also need these notebooks and then this pen and then I'll get that yeah. thing. And then you and you walk out and you're like, oh, what what did I get? Uh and I feel like this is what they're trying to create. So they and so apparently the the testing ground for it, because they also have the wow. fake the giant fake target in Chicago, which is where you go and you see like all right, hey, this is how we're going to display your items, and we and you bring they bring in customers to see like, will it sell if it's here? If we put a Cuisinart at the end of the aisle, will that wow. be a thing? So they test out the way the store is like laid out. This is my mom is about to become a big gamer. She's going to become <laughs> like virtual reality <laughs> obsessed. She's going to get a whole Oculus. She is going to be on that rig constantly. Well, I'm not. I was thinking that whole time was Chicago. We'll see you again soon. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back ASAP. Uh, <laughs> All Target uh, related trip. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. That's wild. Yeah. I didn't know anything Could about that. Could you uh, run through the aisles in a, uh, a Toys R Us dash kind of way? Just like knock a bunch of shit but into a cart, it. and then. But do you? What if? What if I don't though? Can I get to the end then and, and say, say yeah, no. I'm gonna tip, throw that all away? Yeah, it's just mean, a robot, so he could he could. Look, do if I was a if I was like Target, I would be instituting that. I mean, you'd have to have like a, mm -hmm. uh, a supermarket dash kind of an element yeah. to it. I love all this VR stuff. I'm all in on on VR, and I believe that. I still believe it's going to be the future of like, of like entertainment and stuff like that. It's still yeah, it's it's feeling more that way, and the void makes you feel more that way. Uh, uh, like like it is the most successful like application of it. Yeah, I, I think that it's in the most the most fun. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and then that's still because it's still a thing you get together with your friends to do. But I also think it's because of IP. Like I feel mm. like they're like you're going because it's Star Wars, it's Ghostbusters, which I really want to do, the Ghostbusters one. Mm. It's Avengers, it's Wreck It Ralph. It's not just like they do have this experience at the void called Nicodemus, which is like their horror themed mm -hmm. one, which is incredibly fun and really cool. But I think it's a harder sell to say to your friends, you want to go check out the legend of Nicodemus? It's kind of like a horror VR. Like, it's just like a horror, it's a harder sell. I think, I think year three, uh, I think this year after three years, Mike will finally have sold Nicodemus to more people <laughs> to go and see it. I you haven't done the it The demon of Invanishment. But I do We're want to. You, you do I once. went, I, I did the whole thing. I picked the card. I had an amazing, it's oh. super fun. I went with people who are very much into that level of experience. But I think that the reason why VR has a hard time taking off a lot of the times is because it you have to like bring the concept has to be what people want to play. It's like, oh, it's Terminator. Or for me with that Oculus Quest, it's that Vader Immortal. Everybody like that I showed off to wants to play Vader Immortal because it's like, oh, I have a lightsaber. I understand this world. I understand yeah. like, the world that I'm entering into, which kind of is a positive and negative because, you know, we should have more adventurous senses, but Things that aren't IP, but there's something about like, yeah, I get the world. I've been here before in movies and in my dreams. So yeah, now yeah. I'm in here in VR. I kind of get it. It would be nice. I don't know if this is possible. I mean, I guess it's possible. It would be nice if people sort of eventually come to think of like VR places like, oh, honey, we should see what's playing at the void yes. tonight. Yeah. So like maybe you would do an original one. You wouldn't necessarily like if you can train a generation that this is entertainment. 
cool indie one. Yeah. Yeah, the cool, yeah, the a low budget. The uncut gems. <laughs> the uncut <laughs> gems. Oh, God. That's a horrible oh, VR that... experience. It's two and a half hours two, of just pure be... panic. You're just <laughs> anxiety inducing the entire You're, time. You can't win. <laughs> <laughs> you're naked in a trunk for a part of it. For a while. You look down at the VR and you're nude. <laughs> yeah. Feels so real. That bell ringing. For... Uh-huh. How do I shut it? You raise your hand to get help immediately. Sorry, I can't help with that one. <laughs> I will say the one thing that about the, the void, I don't know how Wreck-It Ralph was, but I... it still is falling into that same trap as most rides do, which is like... So glad you're here to test out our new suits. Uh-oh, we're being under attack. We're got to get you out in that field immediately. Mm-hmm. Like something has happened and now you need to be there. Um and what I like about Secrets of the Empire is no no, you are on this mission. You have to recover this thing. Like let's just go. Like let's just right. get into it. Like you don't need yeah. you something know something went wrong. Yeah, something went wrong. I feel like let's get past that part of the uh the game. I don't like that anymore. I I, I feel like that's been done to death. I feel like it's a mm-hmm. it's a, a hack ride justification yeah yeah of like this is why you are not captain america yeah you are helping you're visiting yeah it's like it's It's like so bizarre because it never happened it's never happened in any narrative function it's not like we'll get these guys from the street too like you know it's it's yeah it's like they they're like worried that if they go okay you are superheroes here, and like, d- like dad is gonna go. Wait, hold on a second here. I'm not a superhero. Yeah. Uh, shut the thing down here. They have the wrong people. <laughs> like people. I sell insurance. I can't a, help. <laughs> I have no skills in this. Can, what is going on? Can both my kids be Iron Man? It's gonna really mess up the day if they have to pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're not giving anyone any credit for like everyone gets imagination. It. You've gone into a virtual yeah. reality thing. Just play the thing. You don't have to be a character that we recognize. I mean that's. That's why I think, again, Star Wars has a great uh, element to it, which is like everyone's a stormtrooper in that one. Like you're infiltrating. You're part of a bigger gang. This one, it's tough. You're in this Black Panther, Iron Man mashup, mashup yeah. costume, which is pretty cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But I'm like, I'm also down for, and I guess maybe this is where I've graduated to as far as like a, a person who likes rides. Uh, I'm okay if it's all simulation. Right? That's sure. what we're doing anyway. I don't yeah. need the real world to be at stake. Like, that doesn't improve the gameplay. It's like, if they go like, hey, you're welcome to the Avengers facility. Here are three events that have happened in Marvel history that we are now going to test our suits out to see if they, how we could have, we will learn from our mistakes. Right. Yeah. Oh, You sure. know, and then you could be in those movies and there's no consequences. There's no consequences anyway. Let's just, uh, let me just train. Wait, yeah. there's time travel and magic and everything. Yeah, yeah sure. Why can't, like, how do we story justify why you'd be in this event? Right, yeah. I don't know. You just do. Uh, you know what else in this area of, like, justification and why are you there? Someone, anyone, tell me what, why you're there in Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know. <laughs> Right, like, right, right, right. You know, like, but do we care? Do we go on pirates every time and love yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they know why you're there. You're in a boat that happens to be going near well, I think a lot the, of chaos, but am I in the past? Well, I don't care. No one needs to tell me anything. Yeah, I think you're seeing the past. I think you're like an outside observer. Well, that's true. That's the narrative because of the ride versus the what the actual guest is supposed ride. to be. Yeah, we are ghosts. Mm-hmm. We are we are scrooging it. Like, oh, we are, like, yeah. I feel like we are just like, 
there's no boat captain, but we're just kind of yeah. We're just mm-hmm. we're we're simply on a boat ride. When you is- leave Skeleton World, do you become a skeleton? Like like do you know you know there's that new the, that thing they re added where you're going there's all it's all skeletons at the right, beginning, right, yeah. and then there's a skeleton split down the middle and it becomes a real person. Have you oh, seen this? That's, yes, that's really yeah, cool. That's a, yeah, um, of illustration. Supposedly, what I've what I understand is a time uh, you go back in time. So yes, if if we were in a void helmet, would I now be a skeleton, and all of the pirates are real instead of vice versa? Oh, good question. No, wow. I think we would all. <laughs> no, I think Maybe. we'd all be skeleton. No, I think on the first part of pirates, we'd all be skeletons with jewelry on. So you'd look down and you'd have right, like rings, right. but skeleton fingers. And then once you went past that, then you would turn into a drunken pirate. But mm-hmm. now you see, I would quickly say, but you'll never have a ride like pirates again because it, it it's not checking the boxes but then you think about avatar and you go on that ride which is really a bad version of pirates it's like uh mm. you're on that boat ride oh, and right and yes. you you don't do anything nor do you even see anything very interesting it's sort of like except for the shaman of song yeah the shaman of i have song, to defend and, the shaman yes of song. <laughs> uh and then like and that is the biggest payoff that is so anticlimactic but it's such a uh I'll say it. It's a bummer. That ride is a bummer to me. Like, I, 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 I mm, it's beautiful. I, I, I think I'm with you, though, Paul. I, it's, it might make some people mad. But uh, yeah, I'm not I the mean, biggest it's beautiful. fan. It, it's a beautiful. It's a. It's like um, I don't know. It's like it's pretty to look at, but it's not mm. like uh, not worth that mm. line. My That's thing, the key. Yeah, I think if you is... can just get on, which some I've talked to people who've just gotten straight on, and you're like greatest thing ever. But like. Even I mean, well, no, we'd still love it. But even like Sinbad and Tokyo, which is so wonderful. Oof, if so you great. if you had to do an hour and a half and then you got on it, still better, right? Still yeah, very. Yeah. Oh, Sinbad is. But you'd be Sinbad is yeah. so much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, there's the you'd, there'd be the annoyance of the giant line as opposed to so many boat rides you just walk straight on. <laughs> yeah, and, and you it, feel like you should. Someday you'll be able to. With that this boat ride feels to me the Avatar one like a real like the Imagineers were shut down by James Cameron. Like, I feel like James Cameron was like, they're like, this is the idea, and we're going to do this. And he's like, no. The most interesting thing is, like, the, the plant life of the planet. That's what we really need to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we'll do this uh, adventure. No, there's no adventure here. It's just like, <laughs> you're just, like, on a, a pretty boat ride. Okay, yeah, but what, maybe, like, for the ride, no. Like, I feel like he was like, no, no, no. Because there's, li- like, there's nothing. Everything that Disney does, there's an element to it that is, Way more exciting than that one ride. It's like if the Blue Bayou part of Pirates never ended. Yes, you just like but looped around and then did and it even again. That, I would rather be, I'd rather be on that Blue Bayou yeah. watching people eat dinner and hearing the music. Of the song. <laughs> <laughs> more if you were going that. by an Avatar restaurant on the ride, yeah, I would, the, yeah. if you went through eat. Saltuli Canteen, yeah, yeah, <laughs> into the kitchen, <laughs> yeah, by the roasting chicken. I love spit. how quickly Saltuli Canteen came out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, we're well, fans of it. Of course, I, I mean, I'm a yeah. I like Saltuli Canteen more than Navi River Journey. I think. In terms uh, of if I had to list the experiences, it, the bowls I, are really good. Those little bobas. Yeah, yeah. If I can see the bobas being made on the boat, sure. now we're talking. Yeah. I think the reality of like, you know, when Joe Rody has talked about like trying to achieve a feeling of peace or serenity in the boat ride is the practical reality kind of cancels that out when it's like, well, the line's too long for flight path. Let's go on right. the boat. Yeah. And or like, oh, God, it's noon. It's lunch. Everyone is in the park now. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I think everyone's opinion, though, would be different of it. Yes, if it was 20-minute line and there were two other big sort of serene scenes. Yes. I think it's very short. 
in addition to a long line. Yeah, the, there's something about like I mean, look, I've gone on that ride in Disneyland, the Storybook Land, and you're on that boat. Mm-hmm. That you could say like pound for pound, it's equally uh, serene, right? Like I mean, yes. it's like you yeah. and I enjoy that Storybook Land one more. I'm not. I'm not like give me waterfall drops. I'm not mm-hmm. asking for. Not everything uh, has to be Spider-Man Transformers insanely high-tech crazy. Yeah, right? it just seems like... And maybe it, maybe I, think, I just wasn't in that peaceful mode. Maybe it is the peaceful mode. Like, I just think it's not, there's, it needs a couple more moves. I always tell, yeah. like, think about the ride in, like, in like, terms of moves. And really, all I remember from the ride is the Shaman of Songs singing that wonderful melody. Oh, beautiful melody. And the frog, the, the uh, technology, the frog kind of jumping above on the lily mm-hmm. pads. Okay. And then That's I remember it. like there's screens and stuff happening and it's nice and pleasant, but those are the only two things I remember. So I feel like that's where the problems lie. There's not five things you remember from the ride. There's yeah. two. I would say just convert that into some sort of a <clears throat> dome uh, that you could go into and use that as like an air conditioned break, like lay down, <laughs> relax, like at Disney, like listen to this song. You hear the shaman off in the distance, like make it a little like, Coachella chill out. By the way, I'm then I'm like, that's the best idea. Like they've never done that before. Like sure. you get like 15 minutes in like a chill out tent. Like you'd be like, I'm cool, I'm relaxed, and I go back into the world yeah. energized. You're like sure. backstage on the side of the stage watching the shaman of song. Yeah. And you're just chilled out there and you're enjoying oh. the set. They got clothes. So the shaman is playing at Coachella. Yeah, the shaman is sort of playing at the Navi Coachella. <laughs> With 90,000 people. Mm. Yeah, which I think they will explore in one of these sequels, the Navi Coachella, whatever yeah. that is. The there was a Coachella are... in Star Wars, in Rise of Skywalker. Yes, that's so right. all the franchises yeah. need their Coachella. Yes. Yeah, there's deleted scenes where uh, the they have the wrong laminates, so they're like arguing. <laughs> <laughs> they're Ray, arguing. Right. We Ray, have the wrong laminates. Ray, where did you go? Ray, Ray go I, back. I would and love she... it if, if you saw Lando on his ship there in, uh, in Rise of Skywalker with just a bunch of laminates hanging on one of the doorposts, like, you know, over the years, all the ones that <laughs> Lando has collected. Like, yeah. Yes. Which one here? That's for you. That's for you. <laughs> and the laminate's in Kylo Ren's hand, and then Ray opens her eyes, and it's in her hand. <laughs> but that's how she finds out her name because it's like, well, we can't give you a pass if you don't have a last name. Uh, just Ray. Well, we need a last name. We need a last name for the pass. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a reason. So, yeah, now yeah, that's Ray. the MacGuffin. I need to get to the concert. Besides random people demanding to know your last name. Hey, no last name, uh, idiot. What's your last name? Skywalk. Come on, man. It's not Skywalk. Come on. Uh, You're like stop the name fifth today. Yeah. So. Now, if you knew the Target Dog, maybe I'd let you in here. But <laughs> a, the, the, an animated version of Bullseye, the Target Dog, uh, told people before a movie to like. Like silence their cell phones and really? please don't talk during the movie and i'm like oh i like i like this, this would, is would, would any of you guys and you know uh, obviously you're all writers performers uh, sure. and, and you know would you ever go in for a target the dog pitch like if they say hey look target is hearing ideas like mm-hmm. m&ms has been a thing that people have been talking about lately like people have gone in to pitch mm-hmm. ideas to make oh, an m&ms yeah. style lego movie yeah uh <laughs> is there and you know not m&ms and legos but like that style of hey we're gonna we're gonna launch this could there be a bullseye movie? Hundred percent. It's yeah. got to be real. It can't be like Call of the Wild Dog. It can't be like CGI yeah. Dog. Uh, I no. feel the audience before Cats. I mean, we're all in a weird mood because we're about to see Cats, but yeah. like, feel like the audience kind of clenched up when they were like, "Oh, that's CGI Dog. Oh, the dog's yeah, CGI. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a real dog or a puppet or something." 
And I mean, I could do was... I could do a bullseye puppet, or I would do maybe animated. I mean, animated oh, bullseye, yeah, yeah animated would be fun. Animated's fun, but like a practical, like dark crystal bullseye type puppet. I don't know. That adding dark crystal seems like it's going to be sinister now. Oh yeah, but I have I a, I have Baby Yoda. A baby I Yoda. now I have a pitch yeah. for him. Just I haven't thought of this more than right now. What if Target bull, uh, the bullseye, the Target dog, is like a private detective? Whatever you want, he gets. Like so, like that's the thing. Like he finds your uh-huh. thing, like a Ray Donovan sort yeah. of uh, fixer, yeah, a fixer, private detective. Get it? And like yeah. he gets your thing, and then of course he gets involved in a in a larger uh, right conspiracy. You know, yeah. so it's a, it's almost like a film noir take on <laughs> Bullseye the Target Dog. Like he is an investigator. Normally he's just finding you whatever you need. Sure. Oh, I have bad feet. How about here's a here's a foot massager. Oh, I got this other thing. Well, you know, I'm gonna get you uh, a special pencil holder. But then you ask him for something, and that's the thing you can't. Find I think it. that's oh. great. I think that's ever every kid's cartoon in the '90s did a film noir takeoff episode or yeah two part episode or something. With the yeah. way I mean, with the way entertainment is going with IP, I mean, we we would all be lucky to work on a bullseye oh show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just TV show, uh, yeah. ancillary web content. Yeah. Can I just sure. add that the guy assigning the missions that his Charlie essentially is Brian Cornell, the CEO of Target. I love that. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Of him. We discuss, He he uh, had really good walkout music at D23 this year, and I put lyrics <laughs> to the walkout Wait, music. He had walkout music. Why was he? D twenty three. I don't in the middle. There's oh, Disney, no. Yeah, Disney store. Like there's many Disney stores now in some targets. Uh, I mean, okay. More target innovations. I can't believe wow. how many there are to talk about. Yeah, there's gonna be many Disney stores. So even it's a presentation that's, that's all about like what are we gonna do to Epcot? There's a lot of anticipation. Are they gonna say what they're doing at Tomorrowland finally? And then instead, like now, ladies and gentlemen, see Target CEO Brian Cornell, and he walked out to this really jazzy. I wrote lyrics to it too. We'll yeah. See. We it's online. Okay. It's, yeah, I, I did them. The, that's the only thing they were missing. Was lyrics. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, we're in the void. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the void. I guess. <laughs> if uh, we have so to be. So <laughs> after after the pre-show, uh, you are you are then sent to you're in one of the Wakanda Science Centers. Yes. You're in the suits. Shuri kind of walks you through. Like here's how you blast. Here's how you do like a super blast, and here's how you do a shield. Yes. I didn't use the shield that much. I, I, all these things, I believe you should have two turns on them. I believe Smuggler's Run, you should have two turns. And I believe you should have two oh, turns. Yeah, because yeah. Hmm. You are like, you are getting used to just the mechanics of it. And I feel like you're so much better, like to do it right in repetition, because yeah. I think what I was having trouble with was knowing when to shield up to get a bullet. Like, cause you have to get, the idea is that you, when you get hit with a, a target, you're powering up, mm-hmm. so then you could blast out hard. But it was like finding that rhythm of shielding to protect and then shooting it back out. I think it's really only they really only cue you to do it like once or twice, especially yeah. at the very end. I think that yes. it shields up so you can do the last push against the bad guy. I was doing a couple of shields up when we were in the helicopter part and firing back out, and I found it to be very effective and fun. Mm-hmm. But I was also shielding up too late or too early and. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough because it would be nice if it was like Captain America one hand shield where you yes. kind of have your shield up, but also shooting. Because it would be like I put the shield up, but but I'm like, there's I can't. My periphery isn't that good. Yeah, so you can't quite. I'm like, I'm shooting, but there's I'm gonna make it hit with another. It's like there's not a real good rhythm. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it's it's a. I found my arms to be tired at the end of this because you really are doing. 
I would say like uh, as close to exercise as I can imagine, which is like, because your arms are always, for most of the game, outstretched. Mm-hmm. Uh, either two hands shooting like Iron Man, one hand shooting, or two hands up and you're blocking. So you never are, you very rarely are at rest until you're, unless you're listening to like dialogue sections. Of right. The, uh-huh, of the uh-huh. I, I found throughout it that when I got hit, and the the haptic stuff was happening. I think I got le- hit less often, but when I got hit, it was really hard. Hmm. Do you guys that happen to you guys? I feel like you I heard some other good. You tie like, your uh, suit tight. Maybe not. You see, but I think maybe you did. Maybe I'm thinking maybe or, you tied it too tight. Oh, I t- oh so yeah. that it was like really hitting yeah. my ribs. I might have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So be careful on that. Yeah, mine was okay. I here and there, I would just go. I would just get surprised because I didn't think there was like an an enemy on my right or something. Right. Yeah. You really have to use your three sixty perspective. Uh, like the opening is. I like the fact that they give you a chance to play with the tech. I, I think everything about this void, even though we're having some issues with it is a step better than every other void ride. Like they're mm-hmm, like, oh mm-hmm. great, you have a moment to test technology. Like what am I doing? I, I'm learning the basics of the game. Like yeah. it's not like in game, grab a white rifle or do this. It's yeah. sort of like you get a moment, you understand the concepts, you get to play all things. You have a tutorial essentially, and then you get to go in. Yeah, and this one is so important for that too. Cause like on the Star Wars one, which I, I did like that all of a sudden guns showed up in the Star Wars yeah. one. Yeah. Cause that is kind of cool of like you pick up and you were like, holy shit, there is a gun there. Yeah. This yeah. one you needed. But I, I think if they did the gun every time, you'd get tired of yeah, the yeah. trick. So it's yeah. cool that there's a new thing. This one, the practical things you touch are what? You, 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 you fly wheel. a Quinjet, you potentially fly a Quinjet at one point, and you uh, touch a rail. I use the railing. Oh, I, I hung out at the railing. I mean, it was really funny because when you meet uh, Doctor Strange, uh, he is in uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum, but it's as if you were visiting him in Colonial Williamsburg because you're behind a railing that he is in front of. Like, you are not in the state. Like, it's sort of yeah. like how they have those like glass walls. There's like, this is a recreation of an old colonial bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, he's on the other side of it. So, like... I, you know, was like casually leaning on the on that to listen to him chat with us, but he is on the other side of it. Yeah. I was excited Doctor Strange is there, but I was more ex- a little more excited that there was a little like knob on the rail. I was just like playing with oh, that yeah. knob. Oh yeah, like I reached out and found a knob. So that's yeah. how I'm like such a baby with these things. I would have just played with the knob for ten. I minutes. completely agree. I feel like I was very fascinated by the surface of the railing. So basically, yes. what happens is we're in the training area. They kind of they say like oh there's a real problem and then stuff goes dark and one of Doctor Strange's trademark portals opens up which honestly the most exciting part of the whole thing for me personally because I went oh cool we're gonna go see Doctor Strange and then we walk down three f- like flights that's yes, what they're simulating like a spiral ramp yeah yeah that was actually really fun and great tech but why was there winter coming through one of the windows is that well, another portal that it opened i believe so because like in the in the first doctor strange they have a whole thing where some of those windows are like like he's when he's fighting remember he's fighting uh what the villains Mads Mikkelsen. oh yeah and yeah. he's like shooting people into different like okay. areas of the earth to get them away from him yes so i guess that's just a nod to that. I, I don't know why he wouldn't close it Yes, you I know. mean, by the way, it was a great effect in the thing because you walk by a, a cold, a wintry window, you feel mm-hmm. that cold, chilly mm-hmm. air, uh, which was great. Uh, there's a bunch of like good 
sound and smell sensations throughout this game. Yeah, yeah. and that that descending is a really crazy little sequence, and you're on a pretty narrow little path, which yeah. is a trick they keep doing, and they, which freaks you out. Like, I better hug that rail. On my um, I have, on my HTC uh, Vive, there's a game called like oh I, like Walk the Plank or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so what's what kind of great is the way I had it hooked up was like hooked up to my television. Um, and so, but if you're wearing it. You like you're in the VR space, but everyone that's in your house can watch what is happening to you and what you're looking at on the TV. And it was always so fun to watch people walk a plank because you are you're just in my living room mm-hmm. and you're and you are so almost like oh, I'm hands in front of you like I'm going to fall and there's nothing there and it's it's a great juxtaposition of like how your mind can really yeah because I, I was nervous to walk off that the the odd uh wheelchair ramp that he has in his house that goes down oh, yeah, multiple yeah, really. flights i think this is the thing that i was bringing at the bizarre illusion thing and i might be throwing out some bullshit but i think i did read this in like a little behind the scenes before we did it i think in that part you're going up what i think i I might be insane but i feel like i caught that you mean just like there's because a there's little no bit downstairs of, in, the, in no. the void so yeah so so yeah basically you're turning three times and i i the one thing that kept th- throwing my brain is that i felt like i'm like your brain knows that we're not going down but your, yeah. I, yeah. your eyes but you are telling it. you yeah that you're yeah. going down and so i like towards the right it looks like there's a drop there's yes. not a second railing. No, so, you are. Like, yeah, you could walk off of it. Yeah. 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 So you're saying that there was a little bit of an elevation there. I maybe think it's to... a ramp, and I think you were going up. Interesting. I'll, I'll look this up. To yeah, be look sure. that up. Well, I I know the one thing about the void that they do is it like it, you think of it like um like a gymboree, like a kid's play space. They have all these different objects that they kind of repurpose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all the objects that you are pretty much using in Secrets of the Empire or, or Wreck It Ralph are just repositioned in different ways. And that's kind of the economical way of making this. It's sort of like, yeah, yeah. yeah we have like these 20 props and we just put that here and then do that. And like, you know, not they're not always reused in the same way, but I would imagine there's some sort of a ramp system like that. That's an easy, easy enough yeah, to yeah. go up and go down. Like, you know. Yeah, that's gotta be so, because they're, and it, like, yeah, those little plank things, I definitely, there's a little bridge that comes into play in the Star Wars one too. Yeah. So that must be like a, a primary tool for them. This was like, cause yeah, in the Star Wars one, there's a platform that lowers down. That's one of my, that's my favorite part of the Star Wars one is the platform that lowers down to Mustafar. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, that really blew me away. You're on a little ride there, and yeah, that's, that's a little cool. ride, and you like feel a little wobbly because you're like, I could fall off and land. Well, that's what in Nicodemus, of- you're on a train. And it's speeding, and you uh, and there's no caboose around you. You're just free hanging uh-huh. on a train, and that's a that's a pretty scary moment. Um, but this, like this, uh, walking down to the Sanctum Sanctorum, uh, I was I was very like I guess just going like three levels, like simulating three stories. Yeah, makes me go like, oh, we're going into the. Were you guys chambers. were you guys having that same issue though? Because what I was doing is I'd walk down a level. Then I'd walk through a portal. Then I'd walk down another. Like it would go black for a second. I don't know. There, I, it, I happened once, it. it happened okay. once to me where okay. it kind of went black. And then I was confused. I think I see. I felt like I was leading the way. So I think I may have gone a little bit ahead of you guys or something. Because I, I would get down to the base, walk through a portal. It would go black for a second. And then I'd get back to the next level again. I think it flickered once okay. on me like that. I think it flickered once for me. 
Well, I wonder, it would be funny if it is glitched. That's the reason we had to go down three stories. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Then we just gonna send you right back. Yeah, I mean, that'd yeah. be crazy because the, the bar is there. But yeah, there's so the railing, yes, the railing and this part is my favorite part of the whole thing, I think. Oh, really? Well, just, I, 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 there's a lot, plenty of other things I really liked about it. But just, uh, uh, I talk about on the show, I like it when Optimus Prime at the end of the Transformers ride says, you did a wonderful job, whatever part. he says. It's a, great, it's a great moment. You have like this little connection with him. Yeah. And so we're going down there. And I honestly, I felt, this is the most, uh, like, I felt something where I was like, oh my God, we're going into this place that I've read. And it was a quieter part because because I do think like they want a lot of action and all this stuff. So they don't always give you like a little moment like yeah, to that. enjoy like to in, literally enjoy connecting with uh, a character, a character yes. from the MCU. And I feel like that's what you really want. Like, even though we get to see Shuri, she's on the video screen. She comes back a couple times. But uh, I felt like that moment was a nice it was he was giving you like the like, again, an information dump. Is what we're doing. Yes. Go back out there. Which yeah. also is funny enough, because like, didn't we just get an information yeah. dump? Why do we need a second information yeah. dump? To override that, the other. Yeah. Right. That being said, it doesn't matter. I was like, oh, if the whole thing was in the Sanctum Sanctorum and I could just look around at books. Like that's like, that's that's like some of the VR games that are available at right. uh, you know where you can really take your time. You just and build can, blocks like more Minecrafty. Yeah, like, like you can exist in a space, draw yeah. or paint or or even just look around. Right, and it's not practical for something that's you know in a mall and has ha- to go through. But have you done Sleep No More? No. Oh, guys, we gotta <laughs> I, get you guys to go. Sleep no, no I know. I want to do that for years. Okay, no. Sleep No More is exactly so. Sleep No More is like this. Giant building, you can get lost in it. I won't go into all the specifics, but if you wanted, you could spend the whole night right. in one room. Right. Done. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't have to ever leave that room. You don't have to get on the adventure And there's all. a storyline that's kind of like Macbeth, and it's, yes. it's the 20, but and like characters are going from room to room, but it's a full old hotel, and you can catch mm. snippets of the storyline, but you don't have to follow it from it, A to like, B. I, I've done it three times. Wow. I've had three vastly different experiences and they've done a couple here in LA too that are, everyone's trying to be like no more and there's a great one that I just did that was actually written by like I think the guy who did like the grudge or something like that uh or the purge um but yeah the cool thing is is like so basically the show starts Macbeth starts mm-hmm. and all the characters in Macbeth are um like think of it like if they left the stage they would be going to their office or they'd be going to their thing. So you may just catch one of the main characters off from their story, interacting in their real space until they come back to their the main story. So you can follow the main story or you could just follow one character for the entire story. Oh. Or you could just like exist and just watch mm-hmm. different. It's fascinating. So it basically is like there's a whole track that's going on. Right. But you don't have to be in any spot. And at the very end, they find a way to corral you down to the final scene. So you basically get to hang out in the haunted mansion and do it. I mean, for yeah. lack of a better term yeah. and, exi- and exist in it in any which way you choose. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds good. Um, yeah. And but, if there's a, yeah, if there was a version of this where you could just like, hey, so Dr. Strange, you want to like uh, hang back? And yeah. Yeah. Catch up like, for a little while. If you would like a I'll little, tell you about me, <laughs> <laughs> if you had a little magic, like a little magic you could do and you could like pull books of magic, like, and just walk around and like look at portals and stuff. Cause that's, that's the good stuff. I mean, you got the the second closest like experience to like having something either with the like a landmark in Marvel or the character was like I guess Spider Man on the ride. 
he was coming pretty close to us and giving us his quips, quips. But everything else was like you saw it, and it was very quick because we have to get to the action on this. This was my, I like this because it was a breather, a breather, yeah. an early breather. But I, again, I still think that the the way that this gets improved is you go, it's a hologram. We're gonna recreate something, and then all of a sudden, you're Hulk, I'm Iron Man, you're you know Captain America. Like we like we are like yeah, embodying yeah. Or, or for this game, we have their powers. We're not we're not upsetting the MCU. We're just sort of like. We're playing around with how those powers exist mm-hmm. because I think we're interacting with them, but we are, we never got to do anything. We all are equally matched. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's probably laser throwers. having at the end where, where like we're doing what we can, but ultimately all the characters we recognize show up. And do, and really the, yeah. do the stuff. I, I yeah. think part of the value added proposition of it, of like, this is still a little more expensive than you would readily pay for right. like a movie. Even though movies are always get more expensive, hopefully VR gets less expensive yeah. to bring the price down to get more people to do it more often. Uh, I think part of the selling point is that they go like, well, this is an experience. It's uh you know kind of a sequel to endgame and you can't get it anywhere else yeah. and the characters you like are here which i was surprised because on the website they're like ant-man and and the wasp and doctor strange but and i'm like oh they voices. got the less yeah ex- they, they got the newer people who cost less money but then a lot of people show up and but, but the thing is this is the whole thing that i read um and i my facts are probably a little bit wrong on it but after iron man was such a success every contract that disney put together there's a theme park clause in it which yeah. means that you are uh. obligated to do these things and there's a i think a certain number attached to it so it is the only one who doesn't have that is robert Downey jr mm-hmm. uh so everybody else has to perform the duties <laughs> of their thing now i don't think thor talked in this no and no. uh captain marvel did she talk? Yeah, she guess she, she talked. Did a talk. bit. She did talk. She had a the best. line. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Thor Hulk did not talk. Kind of growled, but right. it wasn't like more yeah, generic. Wasn't, yeah. Yeah. wasn't a ruffle out growl. But I feel like they definitely cherry pick some people for the, like because I think they're being calculated with who they're using for what mm-hmm. and yeah, and maybe but, the yeah. newer people that have signed have more appearances in their contract. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think yeah. it, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a very interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, how they break it all down. We can make like Michael Douglas do a bunch of VR shit. Yeah, well, I feel like that. Like, I feel like he doesn't get one because I feel. Well, man, who knows? Man. Yeah, but he, there's that. Know, maybe, there's yeah. that Ant Man and the Wasp ride in Hong Kong that mm-hmm. opened. Is anybody I mean, yeah. in it? And uh, the, they are Paul Rudd and um, uh, Evangel- uh, is Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I guess my thought is, and I, I always go back to this, which is like, if I am a a, a character, a beloved character not a beloved actor a beloved playing a beloved character right it's it has nothing to do with me like like the reason why people are going to guardians of the galaxy is not because they're like i want to see chris pratt it's like i love guardians i want to exist in this world i want to mm-hmm. see the collector i want to see these things mm-hmm. if i am a beloved character fuck yeah i'm gonna do a video like a video game or a, or uh or a theme park ride like there's no way like what money? I want money for this? Like, no. It's like it means that you live on, yeah, as yeah. part of this piece of like, yeah. like it's not, it's not like it's not like do a commercial for Cheerios. It's <laughs> like you are in like one of the most like you know established 
you know, the only theme park really, like the only like le- like the top tier theme park doing something that is like immortalizing you. It's like I don't understand why you would even have to. He just millions arm. of people see you, multiple generations. You can take yeah. grandchildren yeah. there. It's me. Yeah, I'm Puddy is still Halloween. doing Soren. It's like let's do it. It's <laughs> right. awesome. It's yeah, a yeah. Great gig. Oh god, they didn't change. That. Also, some two. of these characters <laughs> have the full face mask, so maybe they just need your voice. Like, yeah. and also they don't want your face because internationally. Anyone can be under that mask, yeah. so it's easier to sell Iron Man or Darth Vader or Ant Man with the helmet on. You know, I, I, and I just think it's like, and it seems at least based on everything that I've seen from the Harry Potter rides, all this stuff. What is that? Maybe a day of shoot, uh, a yeah. real easy day of sure. shooting. It's not like, oh, I got to go away for three months to shoot this theme park ride. Like that Guardians ride looks like that was shot. And like an <laughs> afternoon, like off, yeah. like after a lunch break, you never get different that. views on them. It's never like now a short film, a new film starring these yeah. people. It's like yeah. clearly because, and it kind of has to be. They have to be shot from their one way where they're facing you and talking to you. So that's a green screen shoot. That's yeah. a, that's, a, yeah. that's a that's an old yeah, FOD PSA video. If that can get you in, like you should be able as long as you can get in the park for free. If you're in a vi- like if you're on a ride. Well, that's we know that I think from the last conversation that we had on this show, right? That that is an impot. Like we knew somebody who wanted to get a free thing because they were the voice of one of the rides. I think it, I think it was Dave Polis talked about yes, that, where exactly, like he yes. had to like go through a channel to be but like, I'm on the right. I think he did. Oh, he did. And I believe Paul, he did. Paul Rubens, I think, has spoken of some problems. I think now they've made things good with with Paul Rubens. Like they but... can't. He said like they canceled his pass as soon as Rex came off of Star Tours. Maybe. Wow. Day. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, they might cold. be more cautious with that because they're more cautious about everything. And with social media, people could go like, "Hey, this big company screwed me." Like. Sure. Yeah. You know, the millions of people <laughs> so online. That's, that's a fair So if trade-off. you're ever in anything where there is a themed attraction, whatever, anything anyone needs, yeah. I assume you're putting out there. I mean, I'm I'm ready to go. Get me like, I mean, I think that that's what uh, Patton Oswalt did with Ratatouille. He was like, I think he does, like, happily does everything with mm-hmm. Ratatouille. Like, if it's a toy or whatever, it's like, because oftentimes the toys don't have the actual right voices. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I guess my whole thing is like, that's what you're signing up for. Like, you are becoming a character. You're becoming the voice of this thing, this this thing. It's like, and, and it's for kids. It's ultimately for kids. It's like, if I'm Robert Downey Jr., I'm like, yeah, I want all my Iron Mans to sound like me. All right, I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go into the, the VO booth for 30 minutes. And it's like, the, my pulsers are going. Get out of the way. <laughs> you, know, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like heavy acting. That? It's not like, you know, it's not like they're manipulating I, you to do I think something. you end up looking worse if it's not you. I think yeah. you seem lame if there's a bunch of products out there that are some bad impression of you. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. We've learned Tom Hanks' brother does all the Woody stuff. Jim Hanks, usually. Jim Hanks. Oh, wow. I, so. I know Eddie Murphy has a guy who does all the, the Shrek donkey shit. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I and won- a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of different donkeys at that cart. Yeah, in Universal. It's, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of them. It's so hard to imagine. I wonder what the most like in demand of all the is. Is there like so much Woody stuff we don't even realize? It's just. I would think that like Darth Vader would be the one that you have to. Like, oh, because yeah. Daniel Jones yeah. is definitely not doing all of those. No, no, I wouldn't think so. But he does seem to do a lot. I guess maybe he's the guy who doesn't care. Maybe he's a smart guy. He's like, yeah, you want me to just record my things. It's not like Darth Vader is like super talkative either. So it's like, you know, just lay down a bunch. Also, yeah. with modern technology and internet, you can rig up a decent like a landline and just like, do it. Yeah. 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 Um, and again, how much are we really talking about? We don't need that much. Like, we don't no. need that much. And it's going to be filtered and fussed with so much in post anyway. Yeah. Like, 
Actors, get, get off your ass. Get off <laughs> if it. you're a major film talent listening, to I would this. only yeah. want. I would only want. Yes, it, like I can get in the park for free if I'm like uh, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy on the ride, and I would just want like one of each toy I did. Like if I'm doing yeah. the voice on a toy, just give me a toy. In well, addition to a, yeah. a good amount of money for the actual overall. Well, wait, wait, I, like, but the, you're giving up. Like, I mean, who cares about them? I guess it's like like Harrison Ford not giving his likeness to the Indiana Jones ride is so lame to me. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like really that's where we're drawing the line. Like, it's Indiana. Like, there's only one Indiana Jones. Like, how much money yeah. do you want to make on this? That thing? feels like a it. '90s holdover. That that, yeah. that was like the night of like, well, you just don't do that. Story. You didn't. Expect I'm not going it. to be on a and, television show. And yeah. Michael J. Fox isn't in the Back to the Future ride. I don't know if yeah. there was ever a story where he was supposed to be. But those things, I think, all set and like Star Tours is C three PR two D two, but it's not. Right, Luke Leahant. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think eighties, nineties, you were now, celebrated until, because yeah. now, because now, now you people. have you have everybody in the I whole mix. I assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so guess this, yeah. That, those are spoilers. I do know. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I feel like I just <laughs> just from the advertising material. Is it not uh, Adam Driver though? I, I believe that Adam Driver is always the voice like Darth Vader, but never the physical face. Because it's he's the mask. Yeah. Right, oh, right. oh, it's that. Okay, okay. Good. Basically, huh. what we're saying, Hollywood, is we're all ready to work. Yeah. <laughs> we're all willing to work. Especially Happy if it's a thing that will show up. Show up 30 minutes early if you uh, want to have breakfast, you know, we're all ready. No, just especially funny, then, yeah, free especially breakfast. Then, yeah, yeah. Now it's talking. just a funny, weird holdout. Like, you know, it's just like a weird thing. It's like, why make that your stand? Like, you become this, like, and it's not like, I guess, at a certain point, Disney has proven, like, well, yeah, we'll do the Indiana Jones ride, and we, we'll use all the pictures of you because we mm-hmm. own that. But the, on the yeah. ride, it will just be right. someone who looks vaguely like you, and it won't be your voice. Fine, doesn't stop anyone from coming to the park or using that ride. So who yeah. cares? Like you know, it's well. This is why I praise and congratulate Donald J. Trump for mm-hmm. uh, appearing in the Hall of President. <laughs> Thank you, sir, for stepping up, Donald showing Trump. leadership Richie in this Rich. area. Home Alone too. <laughs> He's Hall always uh, he somehow finds time to appear in every mm-hmm. piece of media. Yeah. It's ever shocking that he has not appeared, cameoed in more things while president. <laughs> yeah, think, I know. Yeah, yeah, he'd, yeah he should be inviting think. him in left and right. I mean, it's for yeah. the best, but yeah. also kind of surprising he hasn't weaseled his way in. The Put place. him in more rides. <laughs> yeah. But for, for the void, this is a star-studded event. You're getting yeah, it really is. You're getting everybody in there. Evangeline Lilly, Paul Rudd. Tom uh, Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland in a big way. Yeah, um, a lot of Spider-Man. And, and I didn't realize uh, uh, Taika. Uh, yeah, could, Taika's in yeah. there. Taika cameo. Korg, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, and again, it. for cameos. That's a, that's a, I was yeah. also surprised. Like, like, oh, did they burn up a... Maybe because the voiceover, it's different. Like, did they burn yeah. up a, a theme park thing by just him going, like, all right, you guys clean up. All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> now they don't. Now he's not going to be in the ride. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we, they, we used our chip. Yeah. But maybe he didn't because he mo-capped that in the movie right. so maybe that wasn't his motion capture right so it's right, just right. his yeah. voice so just, that doesn't yeah. count yeah i think a lot of that was i mean but it it was interesting that many characters is that much more animation and rendering and yeah and man what, hours war machine in there too war machine falcon war machine I didn't really get to see um well i was gonna tell you this one spoiler that i saw that i thought was very cool was uh watu shows up in oh i didn't notice the, him. uh up in the clouds when you're fighting uh when you're fighting at the very end you look up and there is his <gasps> face wow above. I missed so you have to it. look up uh up into the sky and to your uh to your right 
uh, he was. I just happened to turn at one point, and I saw his big face, and I was like, "Oh, look!" And then he just disappeared. But it was there. Oh, as wow. A, He's a uh, Watu. The Watcher is the character that, like, when an important event happens in Marvel like history, he just observes. He's like a giant he, regal he appears, baby. Yeah, um, he appears when something of significance is happening in the Marvel universe to like uh, document it essentially. Oh, so uh, we wouldn't know if this battle was important or not if he didn't show up. Yes, but now we know it was. It was kind very of yeah. hasn't really appeared in the MCU movies because he has. falls under the has he? He's yeah, appeared in like one of them. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. two. It's there's a cameo, the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, he's the sitting, Stan Lee cameo. He's sitting explaining what's going on to a board, bunch of board watchers. It's a funny. It's yeah. a funny cameo, but it falls under the Fantastic Four umbrella, doesn't he? Uh, well, that's all very unclear. But, uh, I mean, because like, Nick, Nick Fury also yeah. killed him. There's a, there's yes. a lot of. He's uh, been assassinated. Yeah, as well. yeah, he's been assassinated. Uh, I don't know multiple if he's back ones. To life. Yeah. yeah, we haven't. He explained... played a very big part in our uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider uh, issues. We were very lucky that they let us mess around with him uh, as almost like this. Because basically, in our Marvel book, Comic Ghost Rider goes back through history. And he keeps on messing things up, and Uatu is upset about this. And as he kind of messes more stuff up, he has to stop being passive and, and be a little bit more active. And that was a big battle over at the Marvel world. Because it, <laughs> oh, uh, really? But we were able to figure out a, a fun uh, justification for how he could be active and passive oh. at the same time, and, and still we could get revenge and do all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's, good. Wow. That's interesting. He's like, I feel like they once in a while they let him do something. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a watcher, it, it, but it has once... to be a, Yeah, it has to be a thing. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. I uh, think we used him, we had Owatu using mind control to do something. So he didn't right. do anything physically, but he yeah. did use his mind. They to just control. wanted to be quiet and cool at the end of the day. I think that they, because he's, he's a watcher, you can't make him be a doer. Mm -hmm. You know, if he's a doer, it's, you yeah. know, he he's, be waving his arms around, around like us yeah. and this thing. He's like the uh, the eyes of Dr. T.J. Eckelberg, the billboard in the Great Gatsby <laughs> that, <laughs> that watches all the sins. <laughs> that, um, uh, sure. the, the, like the Lorax billboards around L.A. eight yes, years ago. The Lorax, <laughs> like, the, the Lorax was the watcher Seeing all our LA. sins, yeah. Yeah. So when you leave the Sanctum Sictorum, you are then, now you're in this Damage control in quotes. Junkyard. Junkyard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which seemingly just has a lot of old shield equipment in it. Nothing no no real alien tech or that I saw. Yeah. Um and then that's another kind of tutorial part two. You're now you're kind of fighting, but fun stuff happens. You get shrunk down by Ant Man. Mm -hmm. That's a blast. Uh you meet Spider Man, that's great. You get when you're shrunk. You get there's a suddenly a big uh, piece of popcorn and you smell and it, it yeah. smells like popcorn yeah oh, which yeah. is kind of a good convenient like what's a smell mm -hmm. we could do I yeah. also was wondering and maybe I'm wrong about this but like Spider Man had no problem hearing Wasp and Ant Man speak when they were also miniaturized mm -hmm. as well um, but maybe they're all connected some some sort of Bluetooth yeah probably yeah. there's yeah. some Avengers line frequency line. Uh, I like Spider-Man uh, saves us, I think, with this. They, somebody throws a giant vehicle at yeah. us, and he saves us. And that felt like a very fun He gets moment. really close. Again. Yeah. It's like yeah. it, it, the immersiveness. Uh, yeah, it's very much above We're you. a lot of standing on platforms in this game. Like, I mean, like, there's not a lot of... The moving is to basically walk through portals, get yes. on an airplane, uh, the Quinjet, and then... But we're we're doing a lot of standing. We're doing a lot of... Walk, 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 stand for a while. Walk, 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 stand for a while. And yes. why are so many void things about you're on some platform 
you're on like a balcony. It's always balconies. Even Wreck-It Ralph, right? Yes. You're like overlooking some big cityscape. It must be like one of those odd. Here's something we can do well. So try to back it into. I that think because you way. don't, you can't interact with the environment per se. Like you always need to be like doing Lim- something into the. Like I'm throwing this into oh. the environment. I am. You're like. And you gotta be like per, you gotta be somewhere with like a rail something stopping you from just like walking forward yes, into a right. movie. Sure. So you yeah. have to be limited mm-hmm. in what you can do in the environment, but you also want to show off the technology and the expanse of the world they're making. Right, because you can't explore the space like VR. You can explore the space. Like right. this is like kind of like VR, but it's not like it's not like you can't. I mean, you can like you're in these very small cubicles. Like the most of space exploration that we got was in the Quinjet, where we both had we had uh, two people per uh, jet, mm-hmm. and uh, but then they quickly again just blow out all the windows of the Quinjet, and then you're just again on a platform firing. Right, and yeah. one person is doing a tactile, uh, you know, uh, piloting, piloting, steering. But yeah. it that didn't seem to it, make a difference. It didn't really. Yeah, it was yeah. trying to do it to the extremes, and it wasn't really moving. No, it, wasn't yeah. a it seemed like we were just. I thought I was excited for some sort of like up, down, left, right, mm-hmm. but no, you're just. Flying. It was like a boat. It was just like nice and steady. Yeah, very uh, lovely boat. That I would like to get on that river and Avatar and just listen to some beautiful songs. <laughs> just, just a boat of serenity, not sure. a, not a, a crazy boat. I the- mean, I think part of this is uh, you are limited by the processing power of a computer in your backpack. Right. Whereas Millennium Falcon, they can have like something like sixteen different high end processors to right. process a a totally destroyable world and modular world right this there's more limitations yeah the ba- you're not seeing battle damage in this world you're really like, you yeah. basically are just firing you know the, or that's oh, not created characters who when you take care of them they're gone yeah you're not yeah destroying a building in the building yeah you there. don't see any battle damage right uh, in the world you're just kind of there and it, and that's fine i think what i liked about uh, secrets of the empires that you're running around. You are getting a gun out of a thing. You are working on like a, a puzzly thing, like yeah. person's community. Right. Like there's a little bit more interactive. This game seemed to be like you're going to shoot lasers out of your hand, and that is ultimately what we're doing. We are shooting <laughs> lasers and blo- like that's and we're along for the ride. But that's yeah. all we're doing. Like there's no team. But if you don't them. love doing that. Which maybe I didn't. If you get a little tired yeah. of that, or if you find it a tad confusing, then it's it it's a little repetitive. It no. doesn't heighten at all. It just sort of like, and sure. now we're right. on this platform yeah. shooting at the same things, and that's mm-hmm. why I think if you were if you were a character, you'd be like, oh, now I know that I'm a th- I can always hit my Thor hammer, and that gives a revert. Like even just a different uh, yeah. action. Oh. Or if a, we if the four of us were more different, besides the colors of our yeah. suits, yes, yeah, um, we yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. And I also agree with it because, like, as a kid, I was never like, I want to be, like, Batman sidekick Michael. I wanted to be Robin. I also right. wanted to be those characters, too, which I think is a, sometimes maybe a mistake sometimes when it's like, and now you're going to be the superhero. And I'm like, but I want to be one of those superheroes. I don't want to be me. Yeah, I want to live boring. the life. Like, that's why that there's a Batman VR game, which is great, where you're just being a detective. So you see a crime scene. And as Batman, you have to investigate the crime scene, but you're in his outfit and you go back to his crime laboratory. It's a little bit mm-hmm. more, um, it's a great, it's just a great way, but you're Batman. Like you want yeah, to yeah. be, you want, I want to, to be, be Batman. Yeah, I want to be Batman. I don't want to be, I mean, I like being these characters, which I guess are just us with suits 
and the suits which we I think we all liked had our names embroidered essentially on yeah. the breast. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got to wear personalized <laughs> shirts essentially. Which kept my and dream. They, and they and I think at the end of the day because I was feeling like it was a little bit repetitive. It was nice to know that they were keeping track of it because we did get our letter scores and there were things mm-hmm. feeling like all right, well that it meant something. Like what we were doing meant yes, something. Yes. Yeah. Though I don't in retrospect, I don't know how I would improve in any of the areas remember it was very surprising if i we should say that i think the best score was was mike hmm. uh though um mike and paul both a's jason and i both b's just happy there were no f's sure but mike um, also the highest number of uh friendly, friendly fire, fire. <laughs> yes which but is why i don't think i didn't feel that i don't think you felt I it during f- i think i was shooting at the heroes too much yeah i think i, think I, I, hit- I was i wasn't sure who was who i was very confused ant-man and the wasp look like the bad guys from afar yeah, yeah. i just want to say i don't know if we said yet the bad guys are old Ultron bots. Ultron is right. back. Yes. Oh, right. This is the, kind the big, of, uh, yeah. Which I, I liked. I liked that they had a recognizable villain. I I want to say it was Spader. Was it Spader? I was feel it like Spader? it might have been, yeah. Um, but uh, Ultron, kind of a go-to Avengers. Like, Loki always yeah. comes back. In the comics, Loki always comes back at some point. Ultron always comes back. And Ultron self-replicating, so you can always have a lot of goons. Like you yes, can always he, have a lot of guys to fight. Yeah, oh, okay. that was, a, and it was a fun way that they justified it. It was good. It, you kept it simple. Like again, good story. Like as far as you get to see a bunch of different worlds, they move you through different worlds. You get to see places in Marvel. I would have liked to have seen some more. I think the way that we saw Sanctum, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Like, are there other places that we could have gone to? Yeah, that would that would have that same feeling of ooh, I'm in this spot because I think that that's the most fun of it. Is like yes, what's the recognizable yeah. thing that I'm in? I want to be in. in like a radically different instead of just like a a, a different sort of cityscape. A different right? Yeah, we were doing a lot of like I feel like we were on a lot of barges. Like we were in a lot of junkyards and ship. Like, sure. like a know. salvaged helicarrier, but it wasn't yeah. super clear. I mean, I appreciate it that they use. I think this is like a MacGuffin of comics that I I think you can always is like always reliable of like there is a warehouse or a junkyard filled with some fucked up super science and uh, we forgot about it and uh, we're fucked now. Like something's going uh, wrong. It seems to be the uh, the premise of the opening crawl of uh, Rise of Skywalker. I mean, it's like sure. uh, these ships are just been hanging out there. Yeah. No one. Uh, no one. The dead speak. Yeah. Okay. Dead speak. We're in. We're in. We have done. Yeah. 500 ships have been under the water. Yeah. No one knew. <laughs> no one knew. Come. Just like this. Just like, just the, just like the Enterprise Pearl. also hanging yeah. out under the water in yeah. the uh, second film. Just hanging out. We didn't just know it could do out. it. Water blocks uh, water all the signals. Tight, <laughs> There's no way um, to know it's there. Yeah, the uh, I think that probably the designers err on the idea, err on the side of like teen boy. Teen boy is going to go in there and he mm-hmm. doesn't like a boring talky thing. He wants to shoot lasers out of his fingers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that like they err on that more often than not. But I wonder... I wonder if most people feel like we do or most people just kind of like, I like the Avengers. I want a gamified experience versus like if Dr. Strange took us to each of the Avengers houses, 
I think maybe I and like there was just a little fun thing to do oh, in yeah. each one. I may have even liked it more. And I I honestly I really liked this. I really had yeah, a really I, good I time. had a great time. These are nitpicky yes. things. Yeah. I'm just sort of the, yeah, we're thinking off the top of our head of what we liked and whatever. And you just you want to see the Hawkeye's garage. I want to see Hawkeye's garage. Where he's tuning that guitar. Yeah, cuz you know, I want to see a little bit of a rehearsal. like maybe we can see when he's working on Heaven Don't Have a Name and he's sort of in the <laughs> Hawkeye, lab. Also, in the Marvel universe, Hawkeye wrote the same song. Yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye is Renner the wrote. most likely to use his fame of saving the world multiple times to put out an album, yes. or at least or an app, or at least an app. And uh. he's, yeah, <laughs> and he's got the Seeing Hawkeye at the rocks, <laughs> and he's got the Garth Brooks thing. He's got Hawkeye and Ronan, his alter ego. Yeah, yes. so he oh can do gosh. two different Gary, musical Gaines. personas. Yeah. yeah, like as Chris Gaines is his Ronan. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, I want to go to Spider Man's and uh, Aunt May's apartment in New York. I think what we're talking about is, I think, home virtual reality versus whatever this is. This is yeah. much more of a uh, interactive event. Like, I think, like, that stuff is fun to explore in the home. You don't need – you have your space. You can kind of look around. You can interact with the space. Like, uh, Justin Roiland has that Squanch Games. And, like, one of the things is, like, like office work or a desk job or whatever. And you you just are in an office and you get to pick up things and open file cabinets really. and, you know, and answer calls. And then it goes <laughs> crazier. But, but like, there's something about just exploring a space. And you're never going to get to do that here. Like, you, yeah. the most you get to do is press some buttons and do some stuff. Because they have to I move you through. They got to – you're on a timer. Like, that – the game isn't waiting for us to complete a task. It's right. like if you don't complete the task at a certain point, you're just mo- you're okay. We did it. Move on. So, mm-hmm. do you guys feel then like given the limited time, then you want like bigger blockbuster? I am essentially Iron Man. I am Hulk. Well, I'm- I think if you need to adjust people to like this is what this experience is because how many people have really done something with the the helmet and the backpack yeah. and mm-hmm. like that sort of thing? You need to like get get people into it what i'm curious of is when does the um when does the clarity of it like it's it's the same sort of definite when does it get clearer because i i'm starting to notice <laughs> i'm like, sure it's it, been a couple years it's a of fuzzy trying, to me yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure it's a lot of messing around with and you're wearing your glasses on that i'm wearing my glasses. i think the void is the best of the vr stuff i've done is the most accommodating two glasses yeah. does it fog though no, really. I, I feel so like it, sweaty under these. I feel like you have to figure out a lot of jiggling around with the eye. Like, where does yeah. it fit the right way, and then it really gets. But yeah. yes, you're still gonna have. Like, I think it's the processing power. It's like yeah. you're only like if it's only gonna get you. You know, it's gonna be fuzzy on the edges. Yeah. You have a little glaucoma. Yeah. Like that's basically like your, <laughs> every character is a little glaucoma. And like they probably have the technology to make it like a little clearer now. But like the investment of like opening all these things, like they need to probably get another few years out of the whatever they have currently yeah. operating. Yeah, or it'd be shorter. But I, I kept finding myself having to like, okay, if I hold it, if I hold the helmet like this, it's much more clear. But then what if one of the guys turns yeah. and sees me looking like a four right. eyes? They're going to see this cool iron suit man right, holding like, hands up to his, uh, maybe you guys would make fun of me. <laughs> I was really I, self-conscious. Uh, I love that. I, uh, <laughs> I I also feel like, to answer that question, though, like I feel like it probably has to do with the the everyone going through it a million times like mm-hmm. you can't necessarily yeah. like, like 
make it exactly for your head. Like maybe in the future you go, like, oh, I got my own head. I bring my own headset into this, you know, or, yeah. you know, my own glasses, oh, right. like, you know, that you have kind of calibrated the right way. Like, like bowling. You come in with your ball instead of using the alley. But yeah. You, you don't use the alley helmet. Or, I mean, I, f- I feel like those 3D glasses sometimes work and sometimes they don't work. Like, or yes. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does feel like, that, I guess like when I was saying earlier, like about the future of it, it does feel like maybe there's just like, whatever in 10 years there's like such a there's a sleek version of that it's not a big bulky headset it's something that like well, it's is CS- so much easier that fits ces now they look like steampunk glasses oh yeah okay they look real i mean they're they're i mean the oculus is tiny it's getting tinier yeah. and tinier and tinier and i feel yeah. like that's that's a good thing so like in 10 years it'll be hopefully like really just be something you barely even notice on your head yeah and it'll be like scarily clear <laughs> and you can live yep. there forever you can well, live I mean, there forever that's what we all about want that augmented reality too i mean right because augmented reality yes. is like another thing that could be they're to- more interesting it's rumored for mario kart oh wow so augmented reality basically is like you wear glasses and you can see the world what it looks like but it's adding like graphics to the world well and they were also saying that like that you wear that you're going to be wearing glasses in the theme park land itself. Yeah, I'm interested in that. I was because oh. there was a big. We should probably talk this about this on another show. But there's a big Mario like news dump or Nintendo Land news dump. They, there's a mm-hmm. music video Charlie that was released. Music video. Charlie. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's fun. People, I was people. I saw people saying maybe it set the bar too high if the land isn't like this music video. It's possible. It's too high. But yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna have your own like Nintendo Magic Band and collect coins. But then Wait, I also did saw... you see this boat that you can like there was a video on Twitter of somebody like with a band and then they go under a, a box a coin box and then jump and then it makes the cling. so that's what I so in- immediately they are so weaponized now against like Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge and like just that stupid dumb thing I can walk under a coin box and hit it but I also feel like this is like the kind of things that we were promised. When Star Wars Land opened up, it was like, yeah. you're right. Like, what, what you do once yeah, Smuggler's yeah. Run is going to yeah. affect how people interact with you in the park. That's not a thing. What were they talking about? Yeah, that was never. Right. Only like, if you're in the app, maybe. I've, I've been in the app. It doesn't like it doesn't seem like yeah. it, you, you, it doesn't even sync up. Your ride doesn't sync up with the yeah. app. It's really? not like really? you don't scan. I mean, I always thought that you would like because that you would scan it like at mm-hmm. the end, like. Now use your app on your way out and scan your code mm-hmm. and that would give you points or no. I mean, we yeah. wanted to have trouble ordering at the bar. Yeah, because I don't sell drinks to pilot enough. failures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just someone come up to you and be like, you know, rough flying today. Like, yes. basically yeah. as simple as that. But that app is also, I love that app, but uh, but it's it's all very small. It's I think the idea of these things are executable in a very controlled environment. And then mm-hmm. they go, oh, now we have to take this out in a, in a major thing. We were talking about going to Rise of the Resistance when it opens. And I tweeted about something about that, and somebody brought up a good point. Like, if it's even able to stay open for two hours on Friday, like, you know, like, uh, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, right. The chances of this even working at full blast on day one sure. is sure. a question. You know, people might be listening to this on day one. Isn't this when we're putting it out? Oh, that's it a good out? point. This will be out. It's day one. On day one. And we might 
Well, some of us will for sure be there. I'm going. I am ready to go. I'm going to experience it. I guess people are listening to this though now. Are we doxing ourselves? Uh, I don't know. Come say hi. Fine. Yeah. If you're listening to it, I mean, some people probably right now it's 4 a.m. and they're in a line at the Disneyland Resort. So just lean out of the line and say, "Hey, Jason." Yeah. Maybe he'll say hi back. And he or he might be at the La Brea Bakery line waiting for the express to open. Uh, for whatever reason, my experience on Rise of Resistance, like, okay, we need your help. Go to La Brea Bakery for a long lunch, uh, and then come back in a little while, my man. Uh, yeah, that's your dream. Finn, I mean, that was another thing that was in the novelizations, but not in the movie. Finn loves La Brea Bakery. Mm. I sure. read that. Yeah, gotta read the novel. The pretzel, right? Why yeah. was everything in the bonus material? It's all in the novel. You gotta read it. <laughs> Poe wears Sanook sandals. <laughs> yes. He so got that confused. was the Twitch stream, and the, fan, the La Brea Bakery was in the novel. Poe yeah. was confused, though, because he didn't know that Basin had become Sanook. And then he <laughs> yes. learned about Sanook and yeah, loved the He didn't the, know about the, the changes. And Ray's full family tree was in the trunk of the... Uh, <laughs> The SUV yeah. that was parked next the to the Star Wars. There's a the lot Star of Wars things you got to do. Like, you also get a specialty popcorn box. You will find out some more information about a Babu Freak. Uh, and, <laughs> oh, I would love that. You have to be done with the popcorn. It's at the bottom. Yeah. You got to finish it and then yeah. read the fine print. There's a yeah, series yeah. of pogs that explain how Palpatine came back, but you have to yes. find those in a specific area. <laughs> this is how Sleep No More affects this. Yeah, no one exactly. thought. Oh, you have to see Sleep No More. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, close, so, closing thoughts. Yeah, closing uh, thoughts. I do. Uh, wait, let me really fast. I wish we could have stayed shrunk uh, longer. That's what I was going to be yes. all like weird, no dumb popcorn gags. I, I wish. I love this experience. I love the void. I will continue to bring people to the void and recommend the void. Yeah. I just wish that they divided this ride into four distinct things. One time you're doing laser blasters. Maybe mm-hmm. one time you're doing all, all miniature. Like you you didn't really get to get much variety even though they were trying to create that like now you're flying the quinjet now you're doing this it all was the same it just all felt to me like you're walking you're shooting Mm -hmm. you're walking you're shooting like there was nothing that like changed up the gameplay that drastically and i would have liked that really different set pieces yeah like where you could at least be doing different skills or even hey there's four of you you attack his arm, you attack his leg, you attack right. his head, I'll attack this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like, yeah, some uh, thing where you like maybe peel, two of you peel off and you have to like infiltrate the robot and it's obviously we're like yeah. next to each other, but like you're just like climbing little, I don't know, there's some way to like do it where there's two different missions and you both have to do a different thing. I would have like a puzzle, a simple puzzle yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's would've kind been of what like, just like, Star Wars hat, Yeah, I just like give me like... A few different elements of gameplay, and especially because they felt like that the Quinjet was thrown in there. We had no stakes to it besides just another way to like now we're shooting and flying. But it wasn't like it wasn't different gameplay. Like I would have liked it when he described it before we went in there. Like, oh, are we firing the Quinjet? Because that's fun. Like, yes. All right. Great. So now we're just going to we're just going to do this. It's like Millennium yeah. Falcon. We're going to do that now. That would have been at least different but no it was all just psh, 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 hand, hand, mm-hmm. jet, hand yeah yeah, yeah. if you had to, if somebody had to peel off and pick a song to put on from the guardians mixtape oh great 
Oh yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. You get to choose, so there's like a couple different oh, options. That would have been great, like the rock and roll roller coaster in uh, Universal Studios. We get to pick your own song. Yeah, oh, not I, that, I, that's not rock and roll. Uh, whatever that. Ride what rocket. is that called? Yeah. <laughs> not rock and roll. It's rock and roll, it's not rip ride rocket. Not Hollywood rip ride rocket. Jackie Ogden, Doctor Augustine. These theme parks love their thin slices. Yeah, updating your Avengers identification card. It's time to renew. Like going to Avengers yeah, DMV? Going to yeah, going Paying the DMV. guild fees. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been good. Again, I just wanted to hang out in everyone's bedroom or living room. You're I don't a bit know of why voyeur. it's You're a bit of yeah. a... No, I don't, I don't need to... Well, I'm not going to watch them do things. I'm just saying like really I want to... live in the world. I want to live there. I want to not be in this world. I want to live in Spider-Man's bedroom. Where they can't uh, see you watching. He's underage, Michael. Uh, no, it's not a sex thing. We're just buddies. <laughs> I will say there is something so fulfilling in that Batman game, and it's so simple and basic, but you're putting on the Batman costume. Yes. You're putting on the glove, You're yeah. pu- you know, and it's like, and you look at yourself, and you're like in the Batman outfit. It's so fun, but what the problem that the void will always have unfortunately it's a four-person game so whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. you have to find a way to make you all equal because essentially we are only one we don't do any teamwork in it right Um, so we all are having to have the same exact experience but yet have the conceit of it being four of us because so we couldn't all be batman we couldn't all suit up as batman and i don't think it's complex enough to be like you'll suit as batman you'll be hulk you'll be like it just sort of, I think the game, I think there's, there's an element to the game like you all need to be equal. You're all Stormtroopers. Right. You're all Ghostbusters. You're all this Black Panther meets Iron Man right. characters. And you, there's no difference to you besides uh, the color. Sure. Right. But does it have to be that way? I think, that, I think the technology probably is at this point where you can't be doing disparate things. Sure, sure. Right. And it's just obviously, yeah, it's easier for them to program that you all shoot in this one way. Because like if you had one of you had like webs and like we're shooting and pulling yeah. things, which would be awesome. I think like it's just so much more work and so many more mechanics and so many more. It's like those old video games that used to play like where it was like Operation like Wolf or like the old Terminator game where you all have machine guns. Like, there's four machine guns on like a console and everyone has one. It's like that's right. what we are doing. We are essentially doing yeah. the the Avengers version of that. We all have a machine gun. We're all right. firing at our at our distinct po- time crisis. Right. It's all that, you know, it's like there's nothing different to do in time crisis. And You're again, just... practically an easy way to get everyone up to speed. Exactly. Like, you know what this is yeah. in 30 seconds. Yeah, the only thing that you need to do is, you know. Sure, yeah. sure. So is there anything else, any other IPs that work in terms of like everyone's equals? Like you're all the... You're all the ants from Ants, or you're... Uh, that's like, the first one they, you thought of. Yeah, ants. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, where, where is there just a field of identical? Yeah. I'm always thinking about ants. Uh, if we were like, if we were all... I mean, I think of Star Wars. That's. I was going to say if we were all like battle droids, but the same thing as Stormtroopers. That's stupid. Uh, what mm-hmm. else? If we're all Jabberwockies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like... Of, Oompa of, Loompas. Like, Oompa Loompas. Yeah, Oompa Loompas would be good. Like, what Ooh, are the operating big... the factory. I love that. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> There's like, a problem with the solving problems around the chocolate factory, I unclogging also, Augustus. I, I also think we have to think about masks because mm. Oompa we'd have to we have a size issue. Oh yeah, we'd have yeah. to you know we'd have and we and our uh-huh. faces would be seen. I think a lot of these games they are you're some they're figuring out a way to. What is your face in uh, Wreck It Ralph? 
You do uh, speak a little bit. In yeah, that, you right? have like sort of. You're like oh, weird, you're like... people. You're different citizens of the internet. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you know, but you are like a cartoon character, and when you talk, the mouth moves. Oh, so that, that is no, that, that is something good. they can do. Yeah. What yeah. about Agent Smiths from Matrix? That's a fun mm, one. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Sure. Um, that would be also very good. But sure you know what it would be? It. it would be like, hey, I'm Neo. I've deputized you to all be as strong as me. <laughs> You're all to agents. fight uh, Agent Smith. Thanks for rising up with me. Now right. let me go to the rave. The original inventor of the rave, the Matrix Two, mm-hmm. uh, the Coachella, oh, the Coachella. That's of true. They had a Coachella before any of the franchises. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. We got to give true. credit there. Well, you know, Avatar will definitely be the next Void. Yeah, one. You would imagine. Percent. Yeah, because it's already what it is. You're I already also, going into a body and suiting up. And... I also think they would never do it because it's probably too violent. But a John Wick Void would be perfect. Oh, oh my you know, god! You all have to be like firing at John Wick or something like that. You know, there's these easy. other. Other companies that are popping up too that are doing this. So I wonder if there'll be like an R rated company. Yeah. That'll do like a more violent one. Probably. I mean, it has the, to be. The, there, there's so many great VR uh, bullet games and like Beat Saber and all this sort of stuff that I think uh, like you're never going to get the, you're never going to get a game where you're firing a, a gun in Disney mm-hmm. World. And for good reason, I think. Sure. Uh, but uh, I think there will be definitely the outliers. Sure. That. Um, and then I was the last thing I was going to say is that it seems like we're getting some crazy simulators, Avengers ride into California Adventure. Yes. And this, I was like, when we were in the battles, I was like, I was very antsy because I was like, I want to like fly and do something. Yeah. Because have you heard what we think that stu- that ride might be? No, I have not heard this. My yet, speculation but... is there's two two or three pictures that came out where you start in a Quinjet and you're going to some sort of battle in Wakanda. And then there's a picture of a giant crazy Avengers battle. And there's like the the guests are in little seats with their legs Ooh. dangling, which to me it's seems like a Soren like type of a thing. I don't know that it's probably, I don't know that everyone will have like their own individual thing. But maybe groups, maybe a little like Harry Potter. Maybe that. Um, but you can imagine what like whatever the ride system is, like a very like high impact version of that. That would be could great. Be. Like if you actually were strapped in and it was like a high impact story, so you're like you're on the Quinjet, so you're flying fast, then you're like bombing or whatever. The, yeah. My my fantasy version of it is like the bottom drops out of the Quinjet and ejects everybody into the battle. See, that's great. Because yeah. they, they don't do show you in like the same kind of things in the jet. So something has to happen to get you out of the jet. It's not. I don't think you're going to leave the jet well, and get that, on a different thing. That's a comic book go-to. Like best case scenario, everyone jumps out the back and joins battle. Worst case scenario, what often happens is uh, the Blackbird or the Quinjet gets blown up and sure. you get tossed into the battle, which would be amazing Ooh, if they yeah, did that. Sure. So like, yeah. I mean, I think it all is going to be about topping the rise of the resistance style of ride where it's like four rides in one it's like mm-hmm. you're gonna have a little bit of this and a little bit of that mm-hmm. and like what was kind of like the smart track meets a this meets a that meets a this like you know because i think that's the only way to kind of upgrade the ride sure. it can't go backwards from that and yeah. the only way and i or i think big insurance that uh, would help it top that is if you were lowered down finally into spider-man's bedroom <sighs> I dream of it. And then he tells me he's proud of me. Mm. That would be so nice. Like, Great. Do, do and then you crawl back out the window you came in through. 
Fine, I'll go in out the window. But you've I don't creepy. Care. You've moved the desk it's three not inches, a like sex a creepy thing. crawl. It's not <laughs> a sex thing. Thing. family <laughs> creepy right. crawl. Keep swearing that up and down, Paul Shear. You survived podcast the uh, ride. Thank you Once for again. having me thank back. It was so a pleasure. Much appreciated. Let's exit through the gift shop. Anything you'd like to plug at this particular time? No, Black Monday comes back March fifteenth on Showtime after Homeland. That's 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 what I got right now. Yeah. Wait, and 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 comics or right Apple. Uh, is there anything new? Yeah, you know, I, I actually have a documentary that I did for Disney Plus about Marvel, mm-hmm. which will be coming Ooh. out this summer. Oh. For uh, yeah, it's part of uh, uh, it's part of this documentary series that uh, the Chef's Table guys are doing. They're doing oh, a whole cool. series. Oh, so, wow! Really, 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 really fun. Big it's, fan of those. Yeah, those guys are great, oh, and geez. it's been a blast. Uh, and the whole everybody at Disney Plus has been uh, amazing. Wow, cool. Yes, hey. nice. All right, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and as for us, for more Podcasts of Red, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for three bonus episodes every month, sign up for Podcasts of the Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, Rise of the Resistance info coming to you soon. We can't promise. Oh, yeah. Next week, well, it depends on if that thing holds together. You uh, hope so it we'll does. See. You know, brand new rides are uh, built on hope, and that's all you can do. <laughs> I, I, I really feel like. Disneyland needs this. Like they yeah. need, sure. they need a fu- they need a good launch day. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know we're pulling I, for them. We don't want disasters. No, we don't want women's feet sinking into the cement. No, uh, the, the runner of the Imagineer story. I have, I have a, I have the belief that because it is already open in Orlando, they could be It'll ahead of the smoother. Case. Yeah, yeah. hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah, that the whole ride doesn't just uh, sink. Yeah, but as you're hearing this, we're probably braving though. We might Ordeal. be stuck on it. We well, might we'll have gotten see. lit on fire or something. All right. The boarding group. We're getting ready to get R. in that boarding group. We're ready to get only one one ride. We only got one that day. Only one. 695. God <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, all right, folks. Uh, talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.